the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30 plus years in automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961, AM 1170, The Answer. Uh, this, this hour is brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. If you have a small business and you have need for a cashier, then you might want to think about doing self-checkout. Uh, the self-checkout system eliminates that employee, and it'll keep you and your uh, business clicking right along. They'll come to your location, check out your business, and if their program fits your program, then you'll be set and ready to go. Southwest Point of Sale is a an affiliate of the National Cash Register, so it's not like they're going anywhere, and they've been doing this point of sale for oh, about 20 years. Give them a call, 800-540-2149, 800-540-2149. Two one four nine. Talk to Jeff, Mark, Beth, Ted, Tony, or Ramon. Tell me heard it right here on KCBQ. Also, hot rods and custom stuff for all your hot rod needs. Go to hotrodscustomstuff.com or you can call them at 760-745-1170. Hey, Ford's got a new program. It's, it started off with the coronavirus, and now that that's kind of waning away a little bit, they've decided to keep it up and running. So take a listen. I was talking with Adriana Joseph. He's customer experience program manager. Well, folks, you know, I've always been a customer service nut when it comes to the car manufacturers. And I truly believe Ford is leading the pack. Uh, We got Adriana Joseph. She's customer experience loyalty manager. And, And that just goes to show you Ford actually has a title for customer experience loyalty. And they stumbled upon a program during the pandemic that really hit a home run. So let's talk to Adrian and talk about what it is. Adrian, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate uh, being here. So tell us about this, uh, this experience that you're offering your uh, Ford customers. So sure. Um, it's our um, pickup and delivery uh, experience. Um, it basically is what it says um, for customers who have a need, um, needed uh, services, you know, an oil change, tire replacement, um, basic, basic maintenance needs. Um, um, our, we, are, we are working with our dealerships to um, ensure that uh, they can pick up uh, that vehicle from our customer's home, drop off um, a loaner car if needed um, or desired, um, complete the service, and drop that vehicle back off uh, for our customers. Yeah, and that that is so huge uh, because you're right. You know, during the pandemic, we were doing it to try to be safe, but then all of a sudden it turned out, wow, this is kind of like Rolls Royce service. You know, they're coming to pick my car up, they're bringing it back, 
You know, and most of the dealers are even washing it before they bring it back. So I, I, and I, I think that this is what helps Ford stay ahead of the rest of the group when it comes to, uh, you know, selling and servicing cars. Yeah, we agree. Um, it's uh, about an always-on customer experience, right? We think that's really important, um, and it starts with our purpose. You know, every decision we make um, as a company needs to ladder up to that, um, and our purpose simply is, you know, to help build a better world where every person is free to move and pursue their dreams. Um, and, and that purpose is really about creating the right relationships with our customers to add value to their lives. Um, you know, up to this point, I think um, we've had a very transactional relationship. You know, we sell a car. Um, now we're shifting to an always-on relationship so that everyone can unleash that dream or their dreams. Um, and that means we don't just stop with selling the vehicle. Um, the experience of being an owner, we want that to get better and better over time. Um, and that means we're putting um, in the vehicle, uh, what we're putting in the vehicle to connect um, our customers to the things that they love, you know, whether that's sports, entertainment, music, then providing different services like pickup and delivery um, and things like Blue Cruise uh, that's pushing us a little bit into autonomy. Um, and our dealers are playing a really critical role in delivering those always on uh, partnerships too. Right. Now, Tell us a little bit about Ford Pass rewards, because there may be some folks out there thinking about buying a Ford, but maybe they've not heard about this program. Sure, sure. Happy to. Um, Ford Pass rewards um, is our um, loyalty program. Um, you know, similar to the other loyalty programs uh, that many of our customers, you know, participate in, whether it's through airlines or, or hotels and such. Um, uh, our program um, uh, simply is um, provides points uh, to our customers um, for uh, transactions with our dealerships, you know, purchasing a vehicle, um, getting, getting service performed, um, or leveraging our um, Ford Pass Rewards Visa uh, card, um, which helps customers earn points on their everyday spend. And those points are generated um, and uh, earned um, by our customers, and they can come back um, and, you know, get needed services, um, purchase accessories, or hopefully buy their next Ford vehicle from us. So I have a question. Uh, let's say I buy my car or my truck here in San Diego, and then I travel cross-country with the family, and I stop at a couple of Ford stores, maybe because I did a couple of oil changes, do I gain Ford Pass points even though I'm not at that selling dealer that I bought my vehicle from? Yes, yes. So our program, we have 100% dealer participation. Um, so all of our dealers offer uh, Ford Pass rewards. Um, and, yes, your, your account is specific to you as a member. Um, it, is not, it does not reside um, um, with a specific dealership. It resides by you, and you can accumulate those points at any one of our nationwide uh, dealerships. Wow. Okay. So here's another question. So I'm full of them today. Uh, if I bought a Ford F-150 this year and, say, three years down the road, I trade it in and I buy another one, do I have to reapply, or would my Ford Pass points go from that old vehicle to the new one? Yeah, yeah. So um, your membership in Ford Pass Rewards um, is, I'll call it always on, right? So, um, yeah, your, your points um, stay with you. Um, as long as you earn or redeem um, points within a 365-day period, your points are always active um, so that you can accumulate them and, and use them as you see fit. Like I said, hopefully on that next purchase. 
See, this is what I like about Ford. No is not in your vocabulary because you really think these programs out. Because I've been, like we talked off air, I've been in the biz a long time. A lot of times the programs haven't always been totally thought out. There's always a, a hitch in the giddy-up, as the old saying goes. But I, but I love it when I see a program, and especially this one, because, folks, why do I push going to the dealer? Why, why, why? Because nobody, nobody on the planet knows the vehicle better than the dealer. They got better backup. If they have a situation they can't figure out, all they have to do is contact the Ford Motor Company. Their uh, engineers will get in. Everybody gets involved. And in some situations, I can't say everyone, but if you're a loyal Ford customer buying and servicing and something goes out goes wrong out of warranty, there's a good opportunity that they could come in, step up, and take care of it. So there's a lot to be said by servicing with Ford. Okay, Adrian, that was my service pitch. I had to do it. <laughs> well, we believe we believe in that fully, right? Um, it's, it's all about our customers and our dealers. You're absolutely correct. Well, I, I really enjoyed this conversation. I, I know you've got some more things coming down the down the road, but I know we don't talk about future product. I've been in the business long enough to know. So keep up that good work. And if people have any questions on this program, where's the best place to find that? Sure. Um, I would direct everybody to FordPassRewards.com. Or you can find us on the Ford Pass app. Uh, just download us uh, from the App Store, and uh, you can get all the details you need. Fantastic. All right. Well, you have a wonderful week, and you're in Detroit, so try to stay cool. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dave. All right, folks. Welcome back to You Ought to Know right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer to the segment is brought to you by San Diego Propane. If you live out in East County and you're looking for an alternative to the big boys, check out sd-propane.com. Dave and his family, uh, it's a family-owned and operated business. I switched, and man, I tell you what, couldn't be happier, not only with the price, but the service. And you know with me, service is number one. 619-460-1705, or just go to sd-propane.com. And if you're looking for good general automotive repair, Express Auto Service, go to expressautoservicelamesa.com. Not only will they work on your everyday car, but on the side, he kind of works on classic cars. He's got three ahead of you right now. But I tell you what, does a phenomenal, phenomenal job. That's Express Auto Service La Mesa.com. All right, we got Kristen Barclay on the line. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? What's going on? Well, you know, just hanging out here doing radio for a few hours. I see you're in, you are in or were in the Acura TLX. Yeah, so last week I was driving the 2021 Acura TLX. I had the A-Spec. Um, mm. There's five trim levels, and A-Spec's great, but you know there's a new Type S out that right. uh, is even more powerful and looks uh, looks phenomenal. But uh, I was in the A-Spec, and kind of sound like a bit of a broken record because, you know, you and I have talked about this recently, Acura is really upping their game, mm-hmm. um, you know, in design. I, I Previously, you know, Acura's kind of felt like it was like taking a, a Honda and, you know, putting it in a, a fancier coffee cup and putting a little whipped cream on it or whatever and, and, you know, making it look 
more refined, but it was wasn't exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like they're changing that. I, I totally agree with you, and it was funny too because I was talking to Carl Pulley. Uh, he's a West Coast PR guy, and we've talked about that the same car. And I said it's really funny because you guys have been in motorsports almost since day one, and now you're giving the consumer you know, the performance that they've always kind of wanted and was looking for, not only in the Honda line, but as well as Acura. So I think you hit it right on the head. Definitely, yeah. It's it's like they want to be more exciting and, and deliver the customer more. And it's not like they've taken the price point through the roof while mm-hmm. doing it, which is great for the consumer. Um, you know, the model I was in is under 50K. I was It was at 47275 um, this is pretty much new, completely new. Like it's got new proportions. It's on a new platform. It's about three inches longer, uh, two inches wider. They've lowered it about a half an inch. Um, it's a sports sedan platform. You know, if, you, if you're looking like um, if you're in the market and you're kind of trying to stay like, okay, let me, what category is this? Uh, it'd be a compact uh, luxury sedan or sports sedan. Um but it, it, it's it's really one of those. It's not really like a family vehicle when you say sedan. The back mm-hmm. seat's got enough room, but it's not you know like a family hauler by any means. Um, but it definitely delivers on the design. The exterior is sexier. The interior is laid out better. They're using better materials. Um, it's got more of a luxurious feel. It's, it just it just flows. I guess I would say. Mm-hmm. Um, especially that 10.2 inch center display, uh, which is not touchscreen. It's got the actual knobs. Um, and it's funny, you know, I, I recently did a, a, a social media survey and was asking people like, what is your least favorite tech? And 98% said touchscreen mm. because they're never clean. No matter what you do, you cannot <laughs> get the doggone things not to show the fingerprints. I know. Um, it, it, and the funny thing is, you know, a lot of us are like, Oh, I like it for convenience. Um, but at the same time, it's like love hate. Hate it that it you know it's showing all the fingerprints, but at the yep. same time, love that like I could just kind of reach out, click, make it do exactly what I want to do. Um, well, you know the thing I don't like about them, and I'm, I'm in a uh, Genesis right now, their SUV, and you really, really have to take your eyes off the road to make sure you hit either the right arrow, the right button, or the right whatever to get what you want, and. I think that's very distractive. I, I, I don't think it should be touchscreen. I think you either need to use a mouse pad or you need, you know, you need something other than. Yeah, and it seems like everybody's kind of in their own school, right? Like some people love the trackpads, like Acura has a, a trackpad. Some people can't stand the trackpads because mm-hmm. they're like, it's more distracting. I can't, you know, kind of a learning curve. I, it's kind of a muscle memory thing, though. Kind of once you get used to it, like it's just, you know, where to put it. Then some people love the touchscreens because they're like, it's faster. Um, some people like the audio commands, but, you know, it's 2021. You would think those audio commands would be super fine-tuned, and, you know, you could just say, like, hey, navigate home, and it would do it. Um, but you could say navigate home, and it could say, <laughs> I don't know what zone you're in, and you're like, what? That's because you're in Texas. I'm, that's true. You got that's that true. Texas accent, and that car just don't know <laughs> who in the heck you are. <laughs> whatever i do what? not have an accent what you is so thick it's ridiculous well a <laughs> couple of beers it gets thick but you know not right now well hey people tell me i have an accent in california which is the silliest thing i've ever heard 
But no, I, I, I agree. But, you know, they're eventually, I don't know what it is that they're going to do to eventually, uh, re, you know, get it to where we'll be happy with it. But, yeah, I know I'm, yeah, I know. I'm not an Apple CarPlay I mean, fan and, either. No, me either. And the thing is, if you refine the technology too much, then it becomes creepy, right? Because True. I some people say that, like, they're going to have software that, like, learns your voice. Ooh. And then, like, you put a little chip in the car. <laughs> Sorry, what? you got choked. <laughs> what are you doing? The chip, the chip got you. I know. I got so excited talking that all <laughs> the chip got, got you. <laughs> see, there's these these pesky chips. I know. See what happened? You talked. Everyone, you talk, right? No, you talked bad about Acura, and it, it choked you. Don't do that. Well, you know the funny. I, it wasn't an Acura thing. It was a technology. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah which is even yeah, worse. So so true. Good grief! I'm not sure I'm going to recover from this. You want to get a drink? You want to get a drink of water? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, here it's better now. Where's your assistant? Um, Where's look, your assistant? He's in the pool. Oops. You should be in the pool I'm too. Solo. No one is working on Sunday but me. Well, that's typical. And you, you and me, right? Well, Brendan, true. your producer. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There are some of us do work. Well, you work seven days a week. What are you talking about, girl? I know. I try and tell everybody that. I'm like, I literally work seven, uh, seven days, days a week. week. It's, it's nuts. It's a, but you know what? I love my job. Yeah, me too. All of them, because I have multiple jobs, just just like you do. And sure. uh, that makes it a lot easier to, to work so much, especially when you can get in a car that's turning heads. Yeah. This Acura TLX, I didn't notice quite a few people looking at it. Um, it might have been because I was kind of having fun with the power. Um, mm-hmm. because it was, it was subtle power, you know, cause it's got the, yeah. the, they used to have V6. It's now a two liter VTEC turbo. Um, and it delivers more peak torque and it, you know, you could just drive normally and you didn't really notice the power was there, but if you wanted to, uh, flex, so to speak, um, it was, it was ready. And so I kind of liked that. That was, that was a little bit, a little bit of fun for me. Mm-hmm. Oh no, I, yeah, it catches you a little. It catches you a little bit off guard. It, it kind of does. It kind of does. But the, the gas mileage, I didn't feel like I paid for it at the pump. You know, it was um, it's rated twenty four combined, twenty one city, twenty nine highway. I think I got like twenty six, something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and again, that was with me. Just kind of a, I would get on the highway and and you know, kind of test the power, and then I would drive. I always drive uh, through the suburbs. I have kind of a very suburban route that I take on some backcountry roads that I take in every single vehicle so I can kind of judge them equally, so to speak. Uh-huh. And um, I don't know. I'm impressed. I think Acura is really stepping up their game. Again, technology, design, um, as well as the performance. And I think performance is what people are looking at when they look at the Acura brand. Um, so if it's something that kind of was off your list because you looked at them a couple of years ago and you said, eh, you know, I don't see anything special, I think it's probably time to take a second look now and, and see all of the changes they've made. Yeah, and, and you know, there was a time their styling really wasn't attractive as far as I was concerned. It was very boxy, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, but I think they finally either got a whole bunch of new uh, engineers or designers in there, but yeah, they've definitely figured it out. I think I think that with the changes they're making, they're going to appeal to a younger demographic. Um, I think I previously, you know, a lot of times if I saw somebody driving an Acura, it was a, it was a little bit of an older demographic, like forty mm-hmm. and up. Yeah. Um, and I think now, 
especially by you know making them sexier, making them more stylish, mm-hmm. uh, emphasizing performance and technology, but yet still keeping that price point where somebody who's you know late twenties, early thirties can afford it. Sure. I think they probably have found the right mix. Yeah, I I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent. And I think the you know the, you know the best is yet to come. It's I start. I think we're going to start seeing more and more, you know, styling. Uh, I don't know how much more technology they can stuff into that thing, but yeah, I, I think you're right. I think, and I'm starting to see more and more people. I just had a friend of mine. He's been driving a Lexus forever, and his wife says, "Nope, done with Lexus. Don't like the grill." And she went with a uh, Acura MDX and loves that car. Loves it. The Acura MDX is super popular. You know something? It's kind of funny. I don't. I don't know what it is, but like I've kind of hit this age now where certain design features really stand out for me. And yeah. I was taking a selfie in the car with the red interior, and I was like, you know, I used to not like different interiors. I yeah. just wanted like black or tan, right? Mm-hmm. And now, if they do like a navy interior, red interior, it makes me feel younger. It almost, it almost like changes your mood, and and so I've become like more attuned to that. I was actually sent a picture of my friend because they had had a question about the car. Yeah. And they noticed the red interior, and they were like, "That kind of makes you look younger." And I'm like, "See, you're See? not. You know? You're not even old. What are you talking about?" You know, I've reached I've reached the I've reached the middle age boringness. I find myself googling stuff like best rake for lawns. <laughs> That's leaf blower. I mean, can you believe it? Oh, that's because that's one of your jobs. I mean, you're the gardener, you're the cook, you're the housekeeper. You, you know, I mean, you're doing the nurse, the, the nurse, nanny, the, the nanny, yeah. yeah, the chauffeur, yep, the homeschooler. Yep. If if the case comes up, I mean, yeah, no, but that's all good. It keeps you on your toes. Now, why don't you go jump in the pool, do about ten laps, and then go take a nap. <laughs> Sounds great. I'll catch you next week. How do people follow you? Zany Mom NTX on Twitter, focusdailynews.com for news, and then follow uh, Dave, Brian, and myself on facebook.com backslash YAK radio. All right. Go say hi to the family and tell Marlon to make you a sandwich. <laughs> Thanks, Dave. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We got Brian Armstead. He's cruising in high cotton as always. You'll find out more right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to the You Ought to Know Show right here on FM 96.1 AM 1170, The Answer. This segment is brought to you by the good folks at Weather Machine. Weather Machine is an air conditioning, heating, and air company. It has a unique uh, offer. They have in-house sheet metal work. So anything and everything that needs to be done to your uh, place, whether it needs to be modified or you have to replace a a component, you don't have to worry about going out and trying to shop for it because they can do everything in-house. Weathermachine.net, weathermachines with an S.net, three generations, A-plus rated in the BBB. Go where I go. Get yourself on a yearly maintenance program. And your AC will just keep chugging right along. And if it needs help, they can do it for you. 619-443-9974. And John's Automotive Care right there at 6267 Riverdale Street. John's a AAA Napa Auto Care ASC certified shop. Nobody does it better. Guaranteed clear across the United States. Go to johnsandiegoautorepair.com. 
All right, Brian Armstead, how you doing today, buddy? What are you What are you cruising in today? Listen, Dave. I mean, no disrespect, my brother. No disrespect intended at all. Sure, of course. But not. that Edgar that Edgar Winter group Frankenstein. I mean, that was like Rocky Man. Can we just go back to that? I mean, you know, we'll, we'll just let that play for us. <laughs> you don't need to do that because Brandon gets his head all fat because he's the music guru. He's not lying. He's not lying. Back to the seventies, man. Edgar Winter group, man. Hey, this. Okay, so we're going back to seventies with the music. Yeah, and we're going back to the early eighties with the car. If you recall, back in the eighties, Land Rover came out with the Defender ninety. It was a hit. Yeah. It was like $32,000 out the door. And I sure wish I would have bought one then because the original Defenders are worth a fortune now. So they've they've reprised the name. They have the Defender 90 and the Defender 110. And, I mean, they, man, I got the first edition, Dave. It's it's outfitted in Pangea green with the ebony interior and a white roof. Two-door version. Two-door version. The 90 is a two-door version. Let me tell you, the fan reaction has been phenomenal. People pull up to me in Mazda minivans and Ferrari sports cars. I took it to Cars and Coffee yesterday mm. in McLean, Virginia. I mean, you know, we had we had Citroën Durchevos and, and, and DSs and a Lamborghini ISO, uh, a Lamborghini uh, convertible. I don't remember which one it was, but it was one like, like one of the 1960s convertibles. Mm. We had Vipers, and the Grand Wagoneer was there, Chrysler, uh, Stellantis, rather. I had the Grand Wagoneer there, which is why I went. But the Defender was one of the hits of the show. I'll be darned. And the reason is because the styling is just off the charts. You've got LED lights up front. In the back, you've got four taillights that are LED, and then you have you know the bumper-mounted lights. It's just a gorgeous vehicle. You have a rear-mounted tire on the vehicle, which is great in terms of having space inside the car. But it's you know one of the faults of the car is is the lack of rearward vision. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll t- we'll touch we'll touch more on that in just a second here. But I mean the Defender is is it's really nice to you know. It's quirky of course, but it's a Land Rover. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting now when I go to the consumer uh, website, they say that the Land Rover Defender 91st Edition starts at seventy six seven hundred. It's got a three liter. 395 horsepower turbocharged. It's a mile hybrid um, I6. But my Monroney for the same 2021 model has the MSRP at 64,100. So I don't know what the differential is in the price, but it's either, it's either 64,100 or 76,7. But either way, it's uh, it's one heck of an automobile. Now the uh, the Land Rover is is available in different models, of course, and. Uh, you have the uh, Land Rover Base 90, the Defender 90, steel wheels, not a whole lot of uh, interior accoutrement, starts at 47700 Then you have the Defender 90S with a, uh, a more upgrade, upgraded interior, 51100 This is exclusive of destination uh, charges. Then we start to get serious, Dave. The Defender 90X Dynamic S, and of course, in the 15-minute segment, I don't have time to break down each trim level. But I invite you to go to LandRoverUSA.com. You can build your own. You can spec out your own Defender 90. Uh, this is more of an off-road spec vehicle, 59500 The Defender 90 X Dynamic SE, 65100 Now we start to get really serious. Defender 90 X Dynamic HSE. And HSE mm-hmm. uh, with Land Rover has always stood for, you know, a high-spec uh, luxury trim, 69.6. Defender 90X, 
Uh, it's like it says here, extremely tough in just about any environment, 83.5. And it gets a little crazy from here. Defender 90 V8, where power meets capability, 102, 200. And the king of the hill, actually, that's not the king of the hill. The Defender 90 V8 Carpathian Edition, 109, 900. And then they have the Land Rover Defender. Oh, that's, that's a 110. I'm sorry. So the king of the hill for the 90 V8, uh, the 90 uh, series, is the V8 Carpathian Edition, 109, uh, exclusive of, uh, you know, uh, destination and handling. Got a graphite exterior pack, premium LED lights, dark interior lights, black contract roof, contrast roof, sliding panoramic roof, which is, mine has it too, uh, black exposed rear recovery eyes. It's got a lot of goodies in it. So basically, you can go from 47 to 109 which is a tremendous spread, which for which is essentially the same two-door vehicle, Dave. Uh, it's just, you know, you spec it out, and, and that's the price you pay. Mm-hmm. Now, the things I love about the Defender 90, okay, we talked about the looks. It's just drop-dead. I mean, you're going to be snapping heads no matter where you go. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, again, I'm a little concerned with some of the electronics in the car. Like when I, I was on Channel 42, 43 on uh, XM Radio the other day, and this has happened several times since I've had the vehicle, the XM channels change on their own. It'll go from 43 to 46, 46 mm. to 47. I mean, without me saying a word, because mm. I know that these cars have, you know, voice systems and they're a little sensitive, you know. You can't say, I want to talk to Dave Stahl, because they'll call you up. You know, I can't mm. say I'm, I'm mad with Dave Stahl about his Facebook post earlier today, because it'll, it'll call you up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, it's like, what do you do? So, you know, I owned a Land Rover. I owned an L322 Range Rover. I loved it to death, but it had little quirks that made me a little right. nervous about it. So mm-hmm. I ended up selling it, buying a Lexus LX570, a vehicle I don't have to worry about. Right. Now, my only major, aside from the radio station changing channel channels, the transmission has been a bit bulky at times. Like, it's hard to put in gear sometimes. You know, you know even though I put my foot on the brake, I pull it down into drive. It's an electronic uh, shifter. Sometimes it goes, sometimes it doesn't. I have to pull it from park to drive a couple of times before it engages. And then it have uh, it has a very unique feature, Dave. It has a jump seat in the front. Really? So this is essentially a six-passenger vehicle, even though it's a two-door, two-row. It has a it has a jump seat in the front, which when it's folded down serves as a armrest, which is kind of clumsy because there's really no space for your arm. I mean. You have a cup holder in the front, mm-hmm. a little tray, and you have all the ports that would normally be in the rear if the seat was folded up. Then when you fold it up, you can't see out of the windows. You can't see from the from the mirror because the tire is already in the way. And when you stick the seat up, it sits several inches above the outboard seats, the driver's seat and the passenger seat. It's like four or five inches higher than both. So trying to change lanes is a nightmare because mm-hmm. not only can't you see out the rear window through the rear view mirror, the driver's and passenger's exterior mirrors are vertically oriented. So that means that they're great in terms of style, but they're almost useless in terms of being able to see out of them because they're not horizontally oriented like a GMC or, you know, like a Suburban or Expedition or, you know, a Explorer. They're just they're vertical, they're vertically stacked, and they're hard to see out of. So you have to rely extensively, almost exclusively, on the blind spot monitoring system and I find, you know, because I'm sitting back behind the uh, B pillar in the car, mm-hmm. I always have to lean forward and look. I can't turn around 
and check my blind spot in either direction because the B pillar, which is the um, the pillar behind the front door, is about eight inches wide. So there's no looking out the side to check. So you have to lean forward and twist or lean forward and look into the mirror before you do any kind of uh, lane changing. And in the event of an evasive maneuver or an emergency situation, that could be a factor because you're counting on electronics to save the day. Now, the blind spot monitoring system has been extremely accurate in the car, but I'd rather rely on Brian Armstead's 61-year-old eyes as opposed to a computer chip to tell me that there's somebody in my blind spot or not. I haven't had an experience with bicycles or motorcycles, so so far so good, but the vision issues in this car are a bit of a problem. Mm. But aside from that, Dave, it's well-appointed. I've got leather steering wheel. I've got leather wrapped dash. It's it's a nice vehicle, man. It's got a you know beautiful telematic screen um, on the center console. The uh, the gauges are all virtual. They're crisp and clear. Uh, the navigation system is is indeed correct. I've gotten phenomenal fuel economy. I, I think I've gotten close to twenty six twenty eight miles per gallon in this car. Wow! Even though it's only rated at nineteen combined seventeen city twenty two highway. I've been balling out, man. I've been driving it everywhere, and I'm like I've driven it uh, half a tank, and I still have 242 miles left. And I know that that's not a good indication of how much mm-hmm. fuel economy you're getting. But I, I did an average test the other day, and I've been getting close to you know 26, 27 miles per gallon. See, I'm that's rubbing off good. on you. Yeah, because exactly your hypermilings uh, <laughs> expertise, and, and, and trust me, when I'm in my Lexus, the Mister 13 to 15 miles a gallon, I think of Dave Stahl and Wayne Gertis. Yeah. All the time. All the time. So, so I mean, the 395 horsepower, six, it's a straight six. When you put your foot in it, Dave, it, it, it yeah. moves out. I mean, it moves out with authority. So they've got the horsepower thing down. Mm. I can only imagine how potent the, you know, the V8 is. I don't have the specs on the V8 in front of me. But, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's a well-done vehicle. I'm, I'm very impressed with it. Of course, it's got little quirks because that's what you get when you get, you know, a British car yep. owned by Tata of India, and, yeah. you know, they've, they've gone through their challenges over the years. But I'm always pulling for Jaguar Land Rover because of the heritage of the brand. We're talking Jaguar, you know, XKE and XK120, XK220. I mean, we're talking vintage history. We're, we're, we're looking at Land First time I went to Africa in 1985, the first vehicle I saw was a Range Rover. Mm. I'm like, wow. And they, it hadn't come to the, that model hadn't come to the United States yet. I'm like, wow, that's, that's impressive. Mm. So if it's built to cross the African tundra, yeah. then why is there a problem with the crossing from, you know, Maryland to California? Right. So, I mean, you know, again, you know, as, as cars have become more complicated, uh, Land Rover, Jaguar Land Rover needs to really tighten up their whole electronics game. That's that's the reason I got rid of my L322, my 2012 mm-hmm. Range Rover, um, uh, Land Rover Range Rover HSE. The engine was fine. I know it has some history of issues, but I had no issue trouble with the issue. I had no uh, with the engine. I had no trouble with the transmission. But the telematic system every day was a new adventure for me. <laughs> so I hope that they can partner with you know take you know they need to hire some just like Hyundai hired Albert Beerman from. Right. BMW to, to, to fortify their performance. The, the Jaguar Land Rover needs to hire a couple of guys from, from Yokohama and from Hiroshima and Nagasaki and Tokyo 
say, hey, how do we improve our bottom line overall dependability? And I think that'll go a long way for the brand. Or they could be in trouble. I mean, you know, people buy Land Rovers because they're a status vehicle. But I haven't seen a lot of Jaguars on the road mm-hmm. uh, in, lately. And that's part of the uh, company's world. Uh, it's called JLR, Jaguar Land Rover. Right. So, yeah. you know, you can go to uh, – and, and this Defender 90 was the Motor Trend SUV of the year last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, go to LandRoverUSA.com for more details. I love the way it rides. I love the uh, a lot of features about it. But the little quirky things give you pause. Right. And uh, I think that, you know, with the Ford Bronco out there and all these other terrific vehicles, that it's it's a bit of a, of a battle for them to, uh, <clears throat> you know, maintain their supremacy unless they improve that bottom line, which is overall dependability, Dave. You got it, brother. <laughs> I hear you. Hey, how do people follow you around? On uh, Twitter and uh, Instagram at Rogue Son, and as uh, Kristen always says so eloquently every week, you can follow us on the You Ought to Know page. Brendan, thank you so much as always. Dave, back next week. Are you going to be in uh, Arizona for Lexus uh, this week? Nope, didn't get the invite. Okay, well, I'll be back next, uh, whenever I can. I'll be back next Sunday. We'll talk some more goodies for All right. uh, 2021, 2022. Look forward to it, brother. Be safe. We're going to take a quick break. You're thank listening you. to the You Ought to Know show right here on FM 96.1. AM 1170, the answer. All right, folks, welcome back to You Ought to Know right here on FM 961. AM 1170, the answer. This segment is brought to you by Convoy Auto Service. Go to convoyautorepair.com. They're at 3909 Convoy Street, Nap Auto Care, ASC certified, master techs, in house warranty, good, clear across the United States. And in the same location, Bumper Doc's in Bumper Doc, bleh, Bumper Doc Kearney Mesa. Scratches, dings, and dents. Paintless dent repair. They do a lease return package. It'll keep your more money in your pocket than out. Check them out at KearneyMesaBumperDoc.com. All right. Looks like Chevrolet did a uh, back-to-school survey and found that parents are really concerned about their teen drivers. So I got a hold of... Uh, Trisha Morrow, she's a Chevy safety engineer, and she wants to talk to you about it. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, I have got a great guest today. I've got uh, Trisha Morrow. She's a Chevrolet safety engineer. And, you know, kids are going back to school. We really didn't go back to school last year. So they did a survey, and they found that parents are really concerned about their teen drivers. Trisha, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. So... I guess you weren't surprised that the survey would come out the way it did. You know, as a parent of a teen driver, I was not surprised that parents are worried about being back on the road, worried about their teens that may experience a more aggressive environment and teens that lost valuable practice time during the pandemic. And, you know, as a safety engineer, I was really um, excited by one of the findings that 79% of parents agree that in-vehicle technology gives them a reason in the 2022 Chevy Traverse. So it was really great to know that these safety features that we're putting in vehicles are really appreciated by parents. Well, because, you know, you know, as an engineer, you always wonder, you know, because you're sitting in there and you're doing what you're doing and you're, 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 your goal is to make your know, driver's safety, but you never really know, you know, until the consumer comes up to you and says, hey, you know what, I really want to thank you for what you've done, you know, in the Traverse because it's made me more comfortable, it's made my family safer, 
you know, and, and I mean, you know, you wait, you don't really ask for those kind of accolades, but boy, when you get them, you know, your job was well done. Absolutely. And, you know, one of the biggest critiques of my work is my teen driver. And, you know, it's really valuable information that she feeds back to me. You know, obviously, teen driver is, you know, active in her vehicle. And, you know, she's expressed how she really likes some of the features in Teen Driver. You know, Teen Driver was designed to help help parents continue the conversation about safe driving with their kids. You know, when, when the child gets in or the teen gets into the vehicle, the radio will mute if the driver or detected passenger are not wearing their seatbelt. Um, Buckle to Drive is a new feature that can prevent the teen from shifting out of park if they're not wearing their seatbelt. But there's also features like... A, um, a speed warning, which my daughter has really appreciated. So instead of potentially driving too fast and, you know, her inexperience might lead to that, she gets a warning and it's, she's able to maintain her speed and, and not get a ticket. Right. And, and one of the positive things, and, and people need to, because the minute they hear that, you know, we're monitoring a driver, it's like, ah, oh, you're taking away my rights. No, 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 no. It's a teaching tool. Because you take this teen driver program, you, and I'm pretty sure, correct me if I'm wrong, you can download it, and you and, and the driver, whether it be your, your son or your daughter or your husband, could actually sit down and, and go over the report and, and, and talk about the positives and the negatives. Absolutely. You know, you've hit the nail right on the head where after my daughter drives her vehicle, I can go in and access an in-vehicle report card where you could look at it as, you know, big brother, or you know, seeing how many miles she's traveled and, and we can see all these things. But you can also use it as a great tool where my daughter can show me what a great driver she is. We can have conversations about when automatic emergency braking went off, mom, someone cut me off. And, you know, really keep that conversation about safe, good driving behaviors going, you know, even when I can't be on the road teaching her. Well, you know, you're absolutely right. And I was thinking about it, you know, when I knew I was going to be chatting with you. You know, you could almost, you know, because kids like to be rewarded. I don't know a kid that doesn't. And you could almost tell them, say, look, you know, if, if after you come home from whatever you're doing, going to the ball game or what have you, we'll take a look at the report. Hey, if you get 100%, I'll pay for your gas. If you don't, you got to pay for your gas. <laughs> Absolutely. And, you know, my daughter's reward is that she gets to continue to use that vehicle. Yeah, exactly. See, and, and you know, we have to do something about our children and driving, because you're right, especially during this pandemic. I mean, I'm sure even back in Detroit, you're running into the same thing we're running into out here in San Diego. The new average speed is 90. It's like there's not a lot of traffic on the road, and these people that are on the road think they have a free reign to go as fast as they want, which, and you know as well as I do, they have no driving ability. The majority of people on the road wouldn't know what to do if somebody pulled in front of them or if they blew a tire. And I mean, I see people rolling cars over on a straight stretch of road. How in the world do you do that? Because we've really let the driving community down by not training them the way they did back when I was a kid. When you physically got in a car before, you know, during school and you had the driver simulators. But, you know, it's good to see Chevrolet said, well, we're not just going to let this go. We're going to do it, go a different direction. And I actually think what you're doing is a better way of educating 
than having somebody sit next to you and yell, holler, and scream that you're not doing this, you're not doing that, you didn't see this. Absolutely. And, you know, to your point, it's so important. According to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, 94% of all crashes are due to human error. So even though many of us think that we're great drivers, statistics say we might not be as great as we are or we think we are. And in 2020, we saw the fatality rate. So the fatalities per mile driven, even though there were less cars on the road, the fatality rate jumped by 24%. We were seeing drivers, to again, to your point, driving in excessive speeds, not wearing seatbelts, and generally not practicing safe driving behaviors. I know. I got a cute story. So this lady friend of my wife's and I, she turned 65, and she went out and bought the new mid-engine Corvette. So I says, okay, well, go take the driving school. She says, oh, no, no, no. I've been driving my whole life. I go, go take the driving school. She took the driving school. She came back, and she thanked me, and she says, I can't tell you how important that was for me to take that class and know what my car is capable of doing. And she thanks Every time I see her, she thanks me and thanks me. And it's funny. She says she used to drive 75, 80, 90 miles. She says, now I drive the speed limit because I realize driving at speed should be at a racetrack not on the everyday street because of our reaction time and you can't you know you don't know what the other person's going to do so and again another you know different direction for Chevrolet and safety but a very positive one I think yeah absolutely and whether it's a new car or just maybe because you haven't been in your car or been on the roadways in a while it's so important to familiarize yourself with the vehicle, with the features, the functions. Understand, to your point, what that vehicle is capable of doing. And always make sure that we're driving with our eyes up, phones down, and seatbelts on. I like that. That could be a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to make a T-shirt. That's a great T-shirt. Hey, where can people find out more about the survey and get more uh, information on the teen driving program? Always visit Chevrolet.com for information on any of our vehicles, any of our safety features. Um, And, you know, just remember, eyes up, phones down, seatbelts on. It's these really great safe driving behaviors that will, you know, start us off to a really great safe school year. All right. Well, hey, if you make a T-shirt, I'm a 2X. (laughs) (laughs) You got it. All right. Have a great week. Thank you. You too. Take care. All right, folks. Hey, well, you know, good news, good information. Leave it to uh, Chevrolet. Uh, by the way, Brittany just arrived. I think she brought her dad with her. They were out at the Thunderboat races, so it'll be a pretty uh, interesting uh, interview. Uh, I actually seen her in a boat, so that was kind of interesting. So it looks to me like she may have the bug, even though she didn't hit the water. She has to do the dunk tank test first. But uh, I'm sure knowing her and her little adrenaline junkiness, she'll be all over that. So stay tuned. Don't go anywhere. Racer Radio is right around the corner uh, on FM 961 AM 
This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.